and from there it really grew and thinking beyond substance misuse like where else might MI be helpful um, and I think what what we realize as part of our research and from talking to social workers is that it's helpful in in relation to so many different issues that social workers work with mainly because the the vast amount of people that we we come across are ambivalent about change not many people that we work with are ready and willing from the get-go to make changes and um, mm. most people are experiencing a lot of conflicting feelings around it definitely and I guess it's helpful to think about social work so much is about change isn't it that I don't know if we think about that like we have the kind of safeguarding and support but I guess within that change is so much part of that you mentioned about the value base of MI being aligned to social work can you say a bit more about that I guess the kind of MI values and yeah so the MI we often use the, the term the spirit of motivational interviewing and what that really captures is a kind of a value base and a mindset for working with people so part of that is about working in partnership and um, demonstrating compassion acceptance and um, all things that we talk about all the time in social work. So I think it's just a really good fit in the sense that there's nothing about MI from a value perspective that jars with social work or what we're trying to achieve. So building on that, what would you say maybe some of the common misconceptions around MI in social work? I think to some people, it feels like there's a bit of a disconnect. I don't know that this is a misconception because I think it's a valid concern, but I think there's a disconnect between the focus on engagement, relationship building, collaboration in MI and the realities, particularly of child protection social work. So what people often says is where does MI fit when we have to raise a concern, where we have to be really, really explicit with somebody about, about what needs to change and what might happen if it doesn't. And people often describe MI as a very gentle approach and that doesn't feel mm. like it fits with what can be quite directive in child protection. So I don't think that it's a misconception, but I do think um, that sometimes that comes from a sense that you can't have those conversations in a way that's consistent with MI. Mm -hmm. And I think what I would say is that you can. And one of the things that was so appealing for me about MI when I first came across it was that it offered a framework for having those conversations that are so hard when you're talking to somebody who maybe doesn't share your perspective of the concerns doesn't really want you there the problem that is there is only a problem because you've raised it as a problem mm. what's brilliant about MI is it offers tools for talking about those things in a way that is most likely to preserve your relationship with somebody and least likely to evoke resistance so even in those difficult conversations you can still demonstrate understanding of somebody's perspective. You can still promote their sense of agency and choice. You know, regardless of consequence, people still have a choice over what they do. And you can always listen for ambivalence. You know, is there part of them maybe that also wants to change? Mm. So I think within that, um, MI offers some helpful ways of reframing or rethinking about the way that we have those really challenging conversations. That's so helpful. I think there'll be a lot of social workers listening out there thinking about tools. So what should we talk about some of the tools in MI? I don't know. I guess you might know where best to start talking through tools or processes. I don't know what you think. 
Yeah, I always struggle with this because in MI, there are a lot of tools and there's a lot of strategies. And I worry that when we talk about tools and strategies, that it ends up being seen as something that you do to people rather yeah. than an approach that, that's there to engage people in a dialogue. Um, but you're right in that that's one of the appeals of MI, that there are amazing tools, questions, ideas that help us frame conversations with people. I know we touched on in a conversation front about the idea of there being different stages in an MI conversation and um, whether we could maybe give an example of a particular issue and, and what that might sound like in conversation or, or different ideas or how it might apply. That'd be great. I think helping people just visualise perhaps the different stages and yeah, maybe some examples without putting you on the spot too much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> absolutely great today honestly she's just like yeah but um no you will be great but yeah should we do that then maybe think of yeah. a situation before we think of a situation I guess maybe if we just if you could maybe list or like go through what situations you might use am I in social work and then we can kind of decide which one like what yeah, there's so many actually that it's I was thinking before I was talking to you like what are where does it fit and there are yeah. so many different case types it's almost impossible to list all of them I think the obvious ones are around things like domestic violence so be that with a perpetrator of domestic violence or a survivor of domestic violence and um, substance misuse um, it might be in relation to something like physical chastisement. Um, another big one in, in social work is often we're referring on to other services. And there's a sort of assumption that people will 